This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. The, the margin is very thin in this league. It's razor thin. Everybody is right around 500 or just above 500, just below 500 in terms of talent and ability and coaching and all that other kind of stuff. Justin is just a very determined guy, and all he does is come to work every day and work as hard as he possibly can, go along with this amazing amount of talent that he has, his motor runs runs hot all the time. He just plays so hard. He's so physical. We're going to just get back to business as usual. We're going to try to get back on our schedule. I think coming this way is, is kind of a good thing. Uh, you, you're used to getting up, you know, uh, because you're ahead of time there. So uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow afternoon with our guys doing what we do. They're going to get a chance to sleep all day today if they want. Tyus, I'm going to let Tyus comment on that. Gotten a little more complicated over the last couple of weeks. And I'm really not really liberty to talk about it right now, but at some point in time, I'm sure we'll have an announcement on that one way or another. He's got to make some choices and decisions. All right. John Harbaugh, head coach of the Ravens, met with the media yesterday as Baltimore came back from London with a W, first place in the AFC North, but addressing some subjects because it's been two weeks since he's actually had John Harbaugh, his weekly Monday. Yeah press conference because last week after the Steelers game, they hit the road to Tottenham Hotspur. Now they're back. And Tyus Bowser, and you brought him up yesterday, Vinny. And the irony of it is I had like kind of forgot all about him. Yeah, me too. And then you said, well, what if we don't even talk about him. And I'm like, oh, damn. You're right about that. And I know he does the show with uh, Glenn and Rita, Tyus Bowser, non-football injury list. Came back from the Achilles that was suffered at the end of 21 last year. Had a knee issue. Apparently, the assumption was they expected him back definitely by now. And we don't want to read too much into it. But it sounds as though when John Harbaugh say complicated, maybe things have gone a little haywire with his recovery. Mm -hmm. And Tyus Bowser... (coughs) Who knows, man, if we'll see him at all in 2023. Doesn't sound like it, Bob. You know, doesn't sound like they're they're counting on him. And because I, I remember back at training camp, Bob, or maybe it was mini camp. You know, I was I was at practice, and then he just walked out of the door of the locker room to talk to, like, one of the ladies or somebody that was standing right outside the door. And he had his whole knee wrapped, and he couldn't even hardly walk. And I'm like. He's coming back soon? No way. You know, so I, 
there there's definitely been complications on his knee and i'm sure he's frustrated as hell you know but he did get paid you know that that is his biggest thing was he Correct. got paid now the ravens bring in Jadavian Clowney. one of the reasons being that Tyus Bowser wasn't healthy enough to play. Yeah. And then they brought in Kyle Van Noy because David Ajabo got hurt. Oway hasn't played, what, three weeks? So the veterans have actually come in and exceeded expectations. And quite frankly, in a lot of areas, Vinny have played better than the guys we expected to be there accomplishing things. Oway and Ajabo have combined for one sack this year. Now, they're not on the field, and I get that, but Clowney had two on Sunday. And, Bob, we talk about him every week, and what do we say? If he could tackle, you know, he would be – he'd lead the league in sacks. I mean, he's been disruptive. He's in the backfield. You know, his presence is felt. And even Tennessee said that was the guy they were worried about. You know, that was the guy – he was. they were chipping on him and stuff throughout – so, yeah, I mean, Bob, they lucked in to that one. Or, I don't know, lucked in. You know, I give uh, give the Pro Scouts credit for that one and Eric. Because they guys. had been linked yeah. earlier in the offseason. Yeah, so they liked them. So, that, that's – that's and the thing with Clowney was, Bob, he's – it's kind of like when we were talking about Odell in training camp early on. Better than we thought he was. Sure. And I think that's kind of what we're saying about Clowney is, I mean, because when you did Cleveland radio, they, what, they kind of chuckled at you. Said he quit on the team. Right. Right. So, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have high expectations, but he plays extremely hard and he plays hard in the run and the pass. And he seems like he's a good locker room guy. Also heard John Harbaugh talking about the uh, decision to not take the bye after the game this past weekend. Tennessee did by the way. So now Baltimore comes home for Detroit. Lions are 5-1, and 3-0 and on the road. Ravens three-point favorites. But Detroit's got some serious issues at running back, which we'll get to. But Ravens bias in until the week after Thanksgiving. Right. Is this a prudent move? I guess time will tell whether or not it works out for them in regards to that. But what's the normal protocol, Vinny, to you know, all right, Look, we've just traveled. It's been kind of a whirlwind for us. I mean, they haven't had a home game in like three weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Bob, they they said like when you f- when it first started and you traveled over there, it was automatically you had to buy. Then it became your choice if you wanted to have the buy or not. And Harbs didn't want it so early. That was the thing. All right, but your preference would be early or late. I mean, because they're going to stack a lot of games yeah. by the time they hit their buy in late November. Well, I mean, ideally, you want to buy like week eight, nine. You know, that's ideal. You know, right in the middle. You know, so for them now, I mean, they've had most of their injuries, Bob, and they're starting to get people back. So maybe that'll be end up being a good thing for them. I don't know, because it's still, what, three weeks away? Still a ways away yet. They're by. Well, the buys next month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right after Thanksgiving. This Sunday's game against Detroit starts a stretch of four of the next five being at home. They have Detroit, then they go to Arizona, then Seattle, Cleveland, Cincinnati come to town. That Cincinnati game's on Thursday night. Then they get the break before they play the Chargers, who we'll get to in a minute, on Sunday night football. Then the bye. Now they're in December. <coughs> 
Yeah, so, and and Bob, after the bye, their schedule's really hard, I think. Well, Rams, Jacksonville, 49ers, Dolphins, Steelers, yes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's it'll be time. Hopefully, guys will be, you know, healthy, and they'll be able to be ready for that stretch run. But the only thing is, and, and I heard Harbs, you know, on his presser, he said that they didn't really, you know, say – you know, you had to tell them, do you want your buy middle, early, or late? You know, and, and they, they said they didn't want it early. So it was either going to be middle or late, and they got late. You know, so he said that wasn't our that wasn't up to us. That was up to them. So um, that was the case with, with that thing. But I don't – preferably, Bob, I would prefer probably to have had the buy – Especially, in, I know I'm playing Detroit, probably one of the most physical teams. And a confident team, too. But, as we just said, banged up at running back. I mean, Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, they're kind of out of it. Montgomery's definitely going to miss this game. Yeah. I saw a report yesterday said he could be out for at least a couple of weeks. Also heard John Harbaugh. By the way, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass, we're cracking it up to 12. Pick a song, we'll play it loud. Doesn't matter the uh, genre. It's all about your preference for what you want to hear, and we'll make it happen. John Harbaugh talking about Justin Matabike, who looked like mean Joe Green Sunday in London against the Tennessee Titans and has had a monster last couple of weeks. Yeah, and and you know what they did, Bob, was uh, I, I don't know exactly how many snaps, but because whoever else they put out there other than Van Noy or Clowney really didn't give you Harrison or Robin. They didn't bring anything to the table as a rusher. So they put um, Matabike out there. So he had some rushes, you know, over the tackle. So he played a hell of a game. I mean, because I just finished watching the film. I mean, run and pass. He he's And he's gotten so much better, Bob. I mean, you could see you know, the influence of Chucky Smith and stuff because he's using his hands, dip, rip. He's got a he's got a repertoire of moves now. And he plays a lot of snaps too. And he plays extremely well against the run because he can find a foot, he can punch, lock out, shed, find the ball. He's by far he's Bob, he can make a lot of money. It's video Haiti one oh five seven the fat terps are off this week. They have a bye. Then they go to Northwestern next week, taking on the Wildcats, who by the way are three and three. It's not like they're total dregs of the Big Ten. Maryland coming off back-to-back losses. So Northwestern on the road. Northwestern's got uh, Nebraska coming up this weekend. So the Terps will look to uh, lick their wounds after that debacle against Illinois last Saturday at CQ Stadium. ALCS. And we'll talk more about it with uh, Ryan Ripken at 1230. I mean, Texas. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. They went again last night, 5-4. Jonah Heim, he goes yard. Nathan Avaldi, now 3-0 in the postseason. Rangers up two games to none. They're 7-0 in the playoffs. Six of those wins are on the road. The Astros, who, by the way, weren't that great at home during the regular season. And Texas, who wasn't that great on the road during the regular season, making them pay. But the Rangers, look, since the wild card era, Undefeated teams, because Arizona lost last night. They're L's uh, right there for everyone to see. We'll get to that in a second. Undefeated teams are like never. Like, I'm old enough to remember the 76 Reds, the big red machine, swept the Phillies in three and then swept the Yankees in four. 
But that was just a seven-game month. They were one of the great teams of all time, just rolling through that. But what Texas is doing, it's almost incredible to see. I mean, their bullpen, which was considered to be one of their weaknesses, and the Orioles had them staggering in game one, actually got to them in game two. But other than that, they've been pretty rock solid here. And Evaldi's been brilliant in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, the the thing with, with te- Bob, they're the hot team. And when do you want to be hot? You know, right now. They're hot. They're confident. You know, they're going to be a, a, an extremely tough out. Let's and just guess, say that. And guess who's starting game three? Max Scherzer. Oh. In Houston. So that's going to be an interesting turn of events. Phillies. First pitch, Schwarber home run off of uh, uh, Zach Gallon, and they hold off Arizona 5-3. to three. Philly's been bashing away with the long ball. Bryce Harper, Castellanos both go deep. We'll talk about that, as we said, with Ryan Ripken later in the show, 12-30. Rocco Bacco's joining us at 1-30 as well from Masson Sports. Talk about the loss of Brad Selick to the Nationals in these uh, arbitration projected figures. But Orioles have, what, 13 arbitration-eligible guys, which is one of the highest figures in baseball. So their payroll is going to go up just based on paying those dudes, depending on who stays or who goes. Santander, for instance, is expected to get a raise from MLB trade rumors, I think it is, from 5 mil-plus to over $12 million if you get the gist of it. So stay tuned for that. Caps win last night. Wizards start next week in the NBA. There's a ton going on in the world of sports. Ravens, they're back home off today. They'll get ready for the Lions. Ravens are three-point favorites over the 5-1 and one Detroit team. As Vinny said, one of the most physical teams. It's two first-place teams. Let's yeah. put it that way. Playing so- Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. On the at one day trades. Three cents a share. That's three dollars. You're cheap. And one plays scratch offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Cracking it up to 12. Pick a song, we'll play it loud. Doesn't matter the genre. Just send your song request to the Plaza Sport text on at 410-583-1057. Ravens three-point favorites coming up Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Before we get to the phones, I was thinking about this. You know, Q and I made that bet. Like the Ravens would have more wins than the uh, Jets. Uh-huh. Jets are three and three. And their schedule gets easier. Yeah, now. Ravens are only four and two. Ravens are in first place, unlike New York. So... I thought I was going to be drinking Q's beer by Thanksgiving. Maybe things got a little more interesting in regards to this one. Ray in Baltimore, whenever you're ready, I got your gallon of Jack for saying the Orioles were going to win 90 games, which they exceeded by 11. So the the gambling's going on. Speaking of that, we'll do our picks later on in the show as Dallas beat the Chargers last night, Monday Night Football. 20 to 17. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Harry in Owings Mills. Harry, what's happening? Happy Turn It Up Tuesday. Hey, happy Turn It Up Tuesday. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you all today? Good. What's happening? 
Great. Got a question for you. Now, I know when the Ravens didn't pick up the fifth-year option on Patrick Queen, my initial thought, and others may have had the same thought, that the Ravens weren't going to bring him back. But I want to ask you a question. Is it possible that the Ravens were playing chestnut checkers and looking through the, through the trees to see the forest that they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to pick up the fifth-year option because we're going to start negotiating with you now because if we pick up the fifth-year option the year after that, you're going to be too expensive and we're not going to be able to afford you at all. Or do you think it was more along the lines of, hey, we're not really going to pick you up. We don't think we're going to get you. But even though you could see how well they perform in the duo with um, Roquan Smith. So, uh, and I'd like to hold on if I could. Um, go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, the, the, go ahead. The thing about it is the to pick up the fifth-year option on a – there's no difference between inside linebacker or outside linebacker. So that number is extremely high. So that's why I don't think any first-round inside linebackers had their um, had it picked up. I don't think anybody has, just because it's so expensive. You know, I think some of them get signed. Or look at Edmonds. You know, from Buffalo, he was a first-rounder. Yep. Chicago paid him a fortune. You know, then Roquan didn't get his, and and the Ravens paid him a fortune. So it's not the norm. To have to pay for their fifth year option, so um, what are they going to do? I don't know because Matabike is up too, so it, they're they're going to have some tough decisions, and they're tough decisions because you got expensive quarterbacks. Yeah, that's the problem. Brad Warner, by the way, was a third round draft pick from San Francisco. Okay, well, could I ask one more thing? Let's we'll talk about one more thing real quick. Yeah, well, go ahead. All right, in terms of the Rangers, I think they may be a team of destiny. Now, I know the Orioles have won three World Series in 1966, 1970, and 1983, I believe. And the Rangers, they've never won one. They got there in 2010, 2011 under Ron Washington. But I think this is their time. I I do believe in destiny, and I think that's what's going to happen this year. Even though the Phillies won't be easy, I think ultimately we'll be the Phillies and Rangers. But I think the Rangers have a little too much power. All right. And Jim, I thank you for your time, and you have a great day. Today. Philly's got right. a lot of power too. Yeah, uh, Philly's got pop, but the Rangers, you know, one of the high. Yeah. Look, the top two high-scoring teams in baseball are gone: the Braves and the Dodgers. They've been dismissed. Texas is the last team standing in regards to run production, but Philadelphia is a team. I don't say they're a team of destiny, but it's almost like they play the regular season. Like, okay, we just want to do enough to get into the playoffs, yeah. and then we'll let the rest take care of itself. But Texas, you're undefeated, and you can't dismiss the fact that seven wins, six on the road. Maybe to your point, Harry, that is a team of destiny. We'll see what happens in game three tomorrow night in Houston. Let's go to Sean in Minnesota. Sean, what's happening? Hey, guys. How you guys doing today? All right, Sean. You know, I even though I live here, like, uh, you know, shot to pee out here in Minneapolis, uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a Baltimore guy. Uh, I was raised out there in a stretch of uh, Randallstown, which is now known as Owings Mills Newtown area. And in fact, Haney, I used to come see your show out there uh, with the Haloti Nada show out there in Westminster, Green Turtle. So, oh, nice. What a show yeah, it was. Yeah, those are fun times. Um, but... Yeah, I've been here in Minneapolis for a good while, 
here out here in Gopher country. So, you know, I've been rooting for Rashad Bateman for a minute, man. And it just looks like, you know, this is going to be a Sergio Kendall type situation. Not, not, not of course the same horrible circumstance, you know, the stairs and all, but like just one of those guys that just, I don't know if he needs, or, or maybe a better comparison would be like Darren Waller or something like that, or or, or uh, who's that fella, Hayden Hurst. I mean, maybe it's a change of scenery is what he's needing because that guy's a dynamic friggin' uh, uh, um, wide receiver, and I just don't know what what what's it going to take for him to 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 you know come come alive. And then also, uh, what's going on with with Likely? This guy was our was our top receiver last year, and he's been so quiet this year. I I would think that Munkin would love this guy though, or just go tight and crazy. But uh I mean I just don't know. Is, has he taken over Nick Boyle's spot as just maybe mainly a blocking no, tight end? He's not a blocker. Likely is not a blocker. You know, I just don't know what's going on there. And then lastly, I'd like to say it's a man, how about these underpaid guys overperforming? Thank goodness for, for them hanging around, right? And uh, I'll, I'll hang up and, uh, you know, go Ravens, go Gophers, and all that good stuff. There you go. There's Sean in uh, Minnesota, Rashad Bateman. The uh, concerns <laughs> seem to be growing with each pass game, and it's not an injury issue for nope, him right now. not at all. It's more of a lack of production, and he's been lapped, shall we say, by Zay Flowers in the oh, no doubt. eyes of uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and the thing, you know, watching Bateman, I I don't, he just doesn't play with any passion. I don't know, you know, I think he's got confidence. I just think he needs a big breakout game. That's what I think he needs. He needs to make a play because he's probably saying, you know, hell's bells. You know, I catch these seven, eight-yard plays. But, I mean, he's got to work to get open too. You know, a lot of these times guys aren't creating any space and separation you know, so Lamar's got an easy chance. Now, on the one, Bob, on the one that in the red zone when Lamar threw it out of bounds to Odell, when he was, I mean, he wasn't even open at all. He probably could have hit Bateman down the middle of the field because he ran a double move, you know, kind of a stutter go in the middle of the field. And he, he probably, but I mean, that's probably a trust factor with your quarterback. You know, right now, the trust factor is, you know, probably not great with him. It's 88 the fan. If you're on the phones, hang tight. We get you. Oh, let's turn it up Tuesday. Cranking it up to 12. Ravens three-point favorites over Detroit. Terps are off this week as they try to figure out what the hell happened to them against Illinois. Now it's off to Northwestern next Saturday. The Wildcats are 3-3. Three and three. We figured they would suck, and they might. But I wouldn't assume Maryland's going to waltz in there and blow them out by any stretch of the imagination. Rangers are 7-0 in the playoffs, 6-0 in the road as they win last night, 5-4. Phillies beat the Diamondbacks, 5-3. Caps win last night. NBA season starts a week from today. The top 25s came out in college basketball, both AP and the coaches. Paul, where did Maryland get consideration? We'll let you know that and more here on The Fan. Different sports, different teams, different opinions. There's one place to talk about them, and it's on 105.7 The Fan. Don't go anywhere, f***ing else. Turn it up Tuesday, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Cracking it up to 12. A little ELO, whatever you want to hear, we'll play it. 
Send your request to uh, Nolan McGraw. Live Sport text line, Kevin Allstriker. USA Today, the Ravens wire, 11 o'clock. Whip around 11.15. Vinny's Dirty Dozen. As six weeks of NFL fun in the books. No more undefeated teams. How does this change, Vinny's Dirty Dozen? You'll find out. 11.30 last night. It was Dallas 2017 over the Chargers. Dallas now 4-2. Chargers, they're, I don't know. Herbert's becoming the Kirk Cousins of the AFC. Yeah, big, great stats, but, but you uh, don't win. Yeah, I mean, Cousins' quarterback rating's over 100. We were just talking about it off the air. Herbert puts up these big fancy stats, but the losses are there. They're 2-3. and three. Staley, their coach, seems to me like he'll go in his office and look at, well, our stats are great, you know. That's kind of the... Look at your record, dude. All right, let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057. Bob Andy, Vinny's Rado, Dolan McGraw. Go to Baltimore. It's Rashawn. Rashawn, what's happening? Ain't nothing much, man. How y'all doing this morning? Good. All right, man. All right, man. First, before I get to the Ravens, man, big win from the Cowboys last night. I was a little nervous, you know, uh, especially when McCarthy went forward on uh, fourth and one, man. He should have just took the points. Yeah, who's like uh, the... Both coaches are kind of out. Oh yeah, confusing themselves. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm getting a little nervous about this guy McCarthy, man. You know, I, I think this his last year, unless he uh, takes the Cowboys to the Super Bowl, I don't see Jerry holding on to this guy. Well, that is definitely not the answer. You know, and um, about the Ravens, man. I'm I'm a little nervous about this Lions game. I know they say we favorite, and I don't see how. You know, maybe because we're home home field advantage. Yeah. yeah. Rashawn, they're good. I mean, statistically, I was just telling Bob, I mean, they're third offensively, seventh defensively. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. They're going to have to come with the A game this game. No drops, passes, and got to take advantage when we get in the red zone score. And um, the penalties, got to watch the penalties, too. So, you know, we have to play almost a perfect game. Yeah, uh, Detroit's banged up at uh, running running back back right now, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, So, um. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game. It's going to be my first game down there this week. I'm going down there. First time seeing the Ravens this year at home. So you Stop uh, by and see us at uh, the casino, yeah. Oh, I, I keep I'm saying pickles. I don't know why I said pickles. But, yeah, I'll, be at the, I'll come through. I'll let y'all. Yeah, we're in a restaurant you know? there. Yeah, we're right the there. Yeah, we'll be on the air at 10 o'clock for Baltimore Game Day and of the pregame. 10. It, 10 a.m. The game's at 1. Uh, oh, man, I got to get up a little early, yeah, then, man. I mean, you know, I, if I can get up, anybody can get Dude, I was hey. at I was at Maryland Live at 5.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Oh, man. See, so, see Bob, you, you you go to bed early, man. You like one of them 7, 8 o'clock guys, though, man. <laughs> Not normally on a Friday and Saturday, but this Saturday I was, yes. I drank right, my man. milk and magnesium and went to bed. All right, there's Rashawn, everybody. Uh, Dallas ain't winning no Super Bowl. Well, that's why they play the games. You never know. Let's go to Baltimore. It is Ray. Ray, what's happening? Uh, what's going on, fellas? Hey, you doing? When do you want that booze, dude? Um, We got to work it out this week. Um, I I call back, you know what I mean, and work out a date because my schedule already set. Whenever you want it, you got it. Don't even sweat it. All right, cool. Up to you. Hey, no problem, man. Listen, man, but I'm, you know, shout out to the Ravens and all that. But I'm, this is post mortem. What I'm calling it about, man, because you know maybe like the caller said earlier, the Rangers they may be a team of destiny, but uh, you know, I'm just I just want to know this as I hang up the phone. Um, at the end of the day, I wanted Paul Goldschmidt. I wanted to know, learn not. I wanted those guys at the trade deadline 
and I know we got, you know, some of the best assets in the business. But, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, you need those kind of guys like Texas has, you know, like Philly has, like Houston has, you know what I'm saying, to win the world. And, and, I mean, shoot, even the Diamondbacks. You know what I mean, even though they got young dudes, you need those kind of cats in order to win the World Series. So, at the end of the day for the offseason, I got a twofold question. Number one, Bob, do you see any kind of – and I understand, the, you know, John Anzos and company, they may not spend the best, you know, money like a, a Marcus Simeon or Corey Seager type of splash, but do you see that happening It's kind of on a bargain buys, you know, you know, quietest kept rate at the uh, – you know, when, when the summer comes and the owners meetings and all that, and Benny, do you see the losing that the Orioles um, um, went through? And it's the psychology of many teams. People got to go through the losing in order to, you know, get the championships. That's why when the Ravens last won the Super Bowl, it was pandemonium because it was so much heartbreak that the fans went through. So do you buy into the fact that psychology of losing – help brings about champions. I'll talk to you fellas on the next side. Well, the only, the only thing about that is, is, you you know, like I've been there, I've been on teams where it's like, okay, you know, we're, we expect to win it this year. You know, like when I was at Notre Dame, we won it a year early. We didn't, you know, and then the next year we had a better team and then we lost the game, you know, and, and it was like, no playoffs back in those days. Right. And then like in San Fran, we're 14 and two best team in the league. And then we lost championship game and we said, Oh, we'll be back the next year. No, took us two more years before we got back. So I, you know, because you gotta be lucky too. And you gotta be, you know, you gotta stay healthy. That's a thing. I mean, you could say, Oh, we got all these guys, but what if, you know, Gunner and Rushman are hurt or, you know, I mean, you don't never know. So when you got it, you know, well, well, we're going to be good. No, no, we got the opportunity right now. We got to take advantage of that opportunity. Right, well, injuries change the dynamic everything. of everything, yes. right? But their core, I think, is strong enough to be playoff contenders for the next few years. Now, in regards to how much money they're going to spend, we'll talk to Rockabaco about that. He wrote about it today on MassInSports.com because I'm all, I'm team hater, Josh Hater. That is local mm-hmm. kid, closer, premier. Because yeah. Felix Batista's gone. But he's only gone for a year. So are you going to make a significant financial commitment to a guy who's not going to come in and sign a one or two year deal? Give him five years for whatever it is? I don't know. I think Josh Hader might be a pipe dream. I think it might be a pipe dream. But how much are the Orioles going to spend outside of it? This isn't, by the way, a stellar free agent class. So let's stress that as well. We have time for another call, right? And, Bob, let me ask you, what did you learn about the starting pitching in the playoffs? That's the thing. I think it was all inexperience and youth. I mean, those three guys that started the three playoff games are going to be pitching for them in 2024. I mean, what do you learn? I mean, Steve Young plays like crap in a playoff game. You're going to get rid of him? No. What you learned is, okay, you played a powerful team. Bradish, I thought, pitched well enough to win. They got their asses kicked. That's what happened. They all pitched you into the playoffs. What did they learn from that experience? We'll find out in 2024. It's all about learning. Not everybody comes out, hey, Greg Maddox had a terrible postseason record. Clayton Kershaw. It's just part of the learning process. I'm not making any absolutes about what happened with them in a three-game series against the Texas Rangers. Do we still have time for a call? Yes. 
Oh, this guy's ready to pop off, and rightfully so. Let's go get Q in Pikesville. Q, what's happening? Hey, good day, fellas. How y'all doing? Hey, uh, Q, fo- not as good as you. First and foremost, man, um, I like how everybody's saying, hey, the Olds won 101 games They last, did. That's uh, a fact. Season. Just look at the standings. But they're going to bounce back next year. Nah, I think the stars and the, the, the universe come back, nah. and we go back to normal. And that's the Bull Sox and the Yanks. Yeah, Bull Sox, a, a, a cute. Yeah, I don't know if you've been paying attention. The Red Sox have sucked for a couple of years, so I don't know why you keep ba- throwing them into the mix. Back. Because we're the right. kings. I mean, them and us are the kings of the East. Us. Don't tell me that the old the olds all of a sudden are taking over the division because they have one good season out of like thirty years. Well, they they had a. You saw the rising up around May yeah, of last pieces, year. But I, yeah, they got right, pieces. I've right. been seeing that throughout the season, right. but. Your pitching staff is still garbage. As far as the NFL is concerned, man, like I told y'all last week, the, the words that I specifically used was flukes. I said that about the Eagles, and my AFC team was the Ravens slash Steelers. So, I mean, again, you put good defense against most of these quote-unquote quarterbacks that a lot of the media like kissing, kissing up to, it's a wrap. Josh Allen, see, you say week one – you know, he struggles this, that, and the sucked third. He in that the game. game away. He sucks most games that he faces the Jets. This is nothing new. When he see, when, when we see him again, he's going to suck again because that's good defense. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping Tua stays healthy uh, for next month for the Black Friday game, and you're going to see him get shut down. They haven't really faced no solid defenses. So you put good defenses against most of these quarterbacks that the media is in love with, it's checkmate. Now, we on the bar. We come back, our season softens up now. All we got to do is just weather the storm, play 500 football. They talking about Aaron Rodgers is coming back this season. We making a movie here. All right, well, we let me uh, – hold on. Let me ask you this. Hey, Q, you're my man. And right yeah. now we're a game apiece or a game apart in the beer uh, chase. But you keep talking about quarterbacks that the media is in love with. Who do you like as a quarterback? Because you've never really stated that other than A-Rod – and uh, I guess in the league right now that I like. Who do you like? Who's the one that's not a media built-up fraud? Who's a legit Q-level quarterback stud? I mean, it's the basics right now. I would say Mahomes, but that's on a, a, a older level. If I had to pick one of these young boys, I like Herbert. Y'all mentioned Herbert. I love Burroughs. These are the guys that I like. That's going to carry the league. Stroud is looking like he might be the real deal. Yeah, I like so, I mean, yeah, like I said, like I said, man, week fifteen. We're about to make a movie here from Hard Knocks to show <laughs> to a movie now. Everyone's gonna, he's going to come back this year, fastest recovery, and we're going to do damage because if we if we make the play the playoffs, I don't think none of these AFC offenses want to face this defense. Take it easy, fellas. All right. Here's Q with uh, well, Patrick Mahomes is the obvious, no doubt, and he's not even having that. Gr- By the way, Josh Allen, you know he's uh, what. He's number one in completion percentage. His quarterback rating's over 100. He's actually having a good year, but there's still something about that team. Yeah, something's Bills. missing. Up. Yeah, and they're what? They're tied with the Ravens for leads and sacks in the NFL. They they do all of these things well, but outside of beating up on Miami, what have they? You're kind of like, all right, yeah. They were 15 point favorites against the Giants and didn't score until the third quarter.
If, in reality, if the referee throws the flag, I mean, they, they could easily be sitting three and three. No doubt. It's video at 81057, the fab of Q. You got to buy, revel in that, revel in your three and three record and enjoy the buy, and you get the Giants coming out of it. So we'll see how it goes. We'll come back, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, the Ravens Wire. He joins us 11 o'clock, whip around 1115. What happened in the world of sports last night? Some interesting things for sure. 30 dozen, Vinny's 12 best teams. The two teams that were at the top lost last week. How does this change things? We'll find out at 11.30. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Ah. Yes, Charger fans are sitting in their angry chair. I was watching the game on uh, Espen. Of course, the game was on 105.7 The Fan if you're driving around doing your thing. And, you know, full disclosure, it can be a visual. My TV in my office is to my right. And, of course, I'm on my computer doing uh, show prep. Staring at my computer basically most of my waking hours, either here or at home. But I kept hearing the crowd cheer, and I kept looking up, waiting for the Chargers to be yeah. doing. And it was cow- there were more Cowboy fans. Oh yeah, by far than Charge. I think I know it's all about the cake, Vinny. Yep. And Spanos got paid big time, but they're the the little they're the Jan Brady of the Rams at SoFi. Instead of having a fan base in San Diego where it's all to themselves, where it's diehard Chargers fans, now they share the stadium. They're like the team that really has no home field advantage. No, no doubt about it. And and Bob, when we used to play down at the Chargers, that they had awesome crowd, you know, loud, crazy, and like you said, they were all Charger fans. And and now it's. You know, like when the Niners play up there against uh, the Rams, there's more Niner fans than Rams fans. Yeah, it's a it's a tough gig there for the Chargers. Still, you're professionals. You're supposed to win games, and they lose last night. We'll get into that when we get to NFL lunch with Jeffrey Chadia from NFL Network coming up at one o'clock. But let's get out to the phones. Kevin Allstriker joining us top of the hour. Talk Ravens with him. Let's go to uh, Rosedale, Antonio. Antonio, what's happening on this Turn It Up Tuesday, Vinny and Haney? How you guys doing? Good, man. Hey, Antonio. I had a close score on the Ravens game. Yeah, you said 27-10, right? Yes. I wasn't all that close. And Rangers beat Will Series champion Astros two in a row in an undefeated in this year's playoffs. Should this make us Orioles fans feel any better? With our division series loss, have a wonderful day, guys. All right. Thank you, Antonio. No. Right. Oh. I mean, the Orioles were just kind of uh, in their way. And if they go undefeated to win the World Series, it would be the most incredible playoff run ever in baseball, given the levels of postseason fun you have to go through. But does it make me feel any better? Absolutely not. You think when the Yankees beat them in 96? And won the World Series. I was going, hey, go Yankees. At least we let down. Like, bleep them. I don't have that level of uh, animosity towards the Rangers. But now, I'm not feeling any better at all. 
Let's go to Rob in Bel Air. Rob, what's happening? Hey, guys. Uh, I want to talk to a couple of things. Well, let's talk about Rashad Bateman. I'm, my daughter, has she, for a year, she has suffered the Liz Frank injury, and that is a horrible injury. Vinny, as you know, your wife's a, a foot surgeon, and it takes a while. And even now, to, to try to pivot, your, your mind is always thinking, could it happen again? It's not a fun injury whatsoever, and it takes time. Sometimes I wonder if he's fully healthy because if you remember the Dolphin game, he took one to the house where it was a slant, and you could see the speed that he had. And all the, I don't know if he's if he's got that right now, and and that's my thought on it because you know those those injuries are are brutal. Though it, it's it can be in your mind too. Yeah, well, you know what I see when I see him. I see explosive. I, I see a guy that's not playing very confidently. That's what I see, you know. And um, it's it almost looks like he's like, I, I'm, I know I'm not getting the ball kind of thing. You know, that, that's what it kind of, you know, I think he's very frustrated right now. That's That's probably the best thing to say about it. Right. And then the last thing is. Being a Georgia fan, being a Georgia fan as well, seeing Todd Moncton for the last couple of years, he's obviously not running the same kind of offense that he ran because he's a good offensive coordinator. You don't win. I mean, you take Stenson Bennett and you make him what he was. But the fact is, they always Georgia always took deep shots. They always did that. The run was was there, but they always took deep shots. The Ravens are not taking a lot of deep shots. They got Zay Flowers, and what does he average? Eight eight yards a catch, something like that. Eight ten ten point five. Ten point five. I mean, they didn't bring they, they didn't draft him just to do ten yards. So I don't know what the disconnect is because they're not stretching the field, and everybody kind of is up. Almost your safeties are all the way up. So you know, doing the run, they're they're ready to stop that run sometimes. I mean, what are your thoughts? I think they they want to take some deep, uh, you know, watching the film, like the All-22 and stuff, there is some deep shots, but sometimes Lamar jumps out early. You know, he'll take off and run, or there'll be some pressure. I mean, he took one to Zay Flowers, and it wasn't a very good throw, you know, when they did take it one time. That was that third and three right before the half. By the way, uh, Rashad Bateman, foot injury, lack of confidence aside, Averaging eight yards per second. I know. Last year was like 19 before he went out. Yeah, no doubt about it. We have time for another call. Nolan, you make the call on the call. A.B. and Falston, you get a thumbs up from Vinny and Haney. What's happening? Hey, Bob, Vinny, how you doing, gentlemen? Thanks for taking my call. I had a couple questions. The first one in regards to the Ravens' backfield, kind of fantasy-related. Keith Mitchell worth hanging on to short-term, long-term, no-term? I think he'll play. You know, he'll be the third guy. Um, I don't think he'll get a lot of reps early. I wouldn't add add him until later. Okay. Yeah, I got him in the dynasty league. Going to hold on to him. And then my my second question, that Jets fan Q, he'd be cracking me up, man. Does he have have social media or Twitter or something I can follow him on? (laughs) I don't know, to be totally honest with you. Uh, Because I only hear from him here. I don't know if Q, who I believe his real name is Quincy, has a social media presence. Man, he cracks me up, man. He's, uh, I love when he calls in. You guys got a lot of loyal uh, callers like that. So yeah, I yeah Q's man, cool. Give him some kudos. I got yeah, no I'll be up there in New York for the Jets game in a couple weeks. Okay. They play the Giants. 
Oh, uh, nice. thanks for taking the call. All right, AB. Hey, Keith Mitchell, from a fantasy perspective, this is probably more of a Mike Harmon question because you already have Duvernay returning punts and kicks. Yeah. And then he'll be third, maybe a distant third behind Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a stash and hope for an injury sort of thing. That, that's the only thing is, Bob, if he provides a little. You know, Pacheco type stuff. Right. You know, that that's the only thing. But like you said, he's not gonna get any returns because Justice Hill will get him probably before him. You know, so the, the thing about you know it's funny, you mentioned Duvernay. I don't even think they throw it to Duvernay. I mean he's out there, but they don't throw it to him. Yeah, Duvernay. I mean, we'll get to the stats in a second. Coming up on the top, it's video at Haiti, one oh five seven the fan will come back. Kevin Allstriker. Covers the Ravens for USA Today. It's the Ravens Wire. We got the whip around 11-15. Capitals win their first game of the season. NBA starts a week from tonight. That's crazy, Todd. And things happening historically, happening historically, I should say, in the world of Baltimore sports. A couple of football good newsers. Dirty Dozen, who are the 12 best teams in the NFL through 12 weeks? Both San Francisco and Philly lost. How does this change things? You'll find out then. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 